0: we are getting there and bam that is it we are recording we are live it's monday the bandwidths are with us thank the lord good morning everyone this is carol sue aka nonny boss live from a cloudy gloomy looking vero beach but i don't care i'm looking at palm trees so i'm very blessed i am with you
1: Sisters, good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva on that heart rate monitor, which was up and running at, oh, excuse me, oh, dark 100 with the 5 a.m. crew. So excited to be here, even though it is a gloomy day as it is in Florida, um, but the fall color is absolutely beautiful. I always say that. Um, You know, even in a dismal day, you see the beauty. So, that's kind of where mindset starts. Um, <laughs> excuse me, mindset Monday. Now, the last couple weeks, especially last week, with all of the bandwidth issues, you know, as I'm and I'm in the in charge of the controls as far as getting everything up and running. And I go through this little thing now. I make sure I'm out of everything. I restart my computer. Make sure there's no bugs. This. Today it works, so I am so thankful for that. Thank you, bandwidth with Gods.
0: Yes, and uh, today is October 26, 2020. We are exactly, what, eight days away from the election, or I should say, obviously a lot of voting has already started, but the official election day, which is November 3rd this year, um, today is also, I'm wearing my purple for Aunt Pot. Uh, today is six years since we lost our aunt. Who, uh, for me, was like a second mom and grandmother to second grandma and great grandma to to our children and our family. And I often think of her spirit, and I would wonder what she would kind of think about what's going on. You know, today, especially in the political arena, she was a very staunch Democrat, and we had gotten into some, I'd say, some pretty uh, pretty heavy duty conversations very spirited as she was. Uh, But the one thing that she had always told me and I was actually reminded yesterday, uh, we went out last minute or during the day for uh, some champagne and some brunch at this pretty cool little, uh, it's called the uh, Krabby Bills. And uh, our neighbors are actually, uh, they were pretty active in the Democrat political arena and um, are Republicans now. They, and, and they have been, I think for, I think four years, if, if it serves me right. And something that she said was the exact same thing that Aunt Pat had told me years ago uh, about the Democratic Party. And we started chatting, you know, about, you know, mindsets, which kind of obviously went into today. And what is the mindset of, of one side of the aisle versus the other? Uh, and how it meshes into our world. So we were st- talking about, you know, the differences. And I, so she said to, she said, if someone was to ask you, you know, give me one or two reasons why you wouldn't vote one way or the other. And I said, you know, my two reasons were, I, I, I do feel that uh, Mr. Biden's got very disturbing and peculiar behavior with children that to me is uncomfortable uh, that I noticed right off the bat, and. Uh, The other is I I feel bad for him that his family is putting him through, which is obviously something medical. So for those two reasons alone, not his politics, which I don't agree with, but that's not even what's important to me. It's really that those two things. And I said, what is mind boggling to me and and my mindset when I think about the difference of opinions is how if you took aside all the politics and you know, your alignment with your party and you're just talking about human beings, don't you find that most people would say, you know, yes, I wouldn't vote for somebody with peculiar behavior with children. You know, that's a whole, that doesn't have anything to do with politics. It's just a person's character something's not right there. What she did say to me was an exact line that Aunt Pat said. And she said, the one thing you don't understand about Democrats is they don't care who's running. And I kind of turned my head, because it was almost like Aunt Pat ch- ch- uh, chanting in my ear. And I said, say that again. And she goes, Democrats don't care who's running. It's all about party. You can could, you could have a, probably someone even worse uh, from a standpoint of, you know, from a character standpoint, and it wouldn't bother them they only vote, they vote on party. That is it, They, regardless of who's actually running. And I remember Ann Pat saying that exact same thing to me years ago when we we got into a discussion and I was asked, her, I don't even remember it was, I don't know if it was Bush that was running. I don't know, it was a, it was a while ago. And Ampat, and, and that's the one thing that she told me, she says, the one thing you have to understand about Democrats is we just vote, we vote party regardless of who's running for office. And here, my neighbor, who is a reformed Democrat. And she was very, pretty active in the Democrat, uh, her local, uh, I don't wanna say chapter, but her her local community headquarters, uh, very, very political in the political arena. And she walked away about five, I wanna say it was four years ago. And that's the exact same thing she said to me. So it was weird because, you know, then I explained to her, I said, oh, ironically, you know, my daughter and her husband and family are at my aunt's gravesite. They're sprucing it up, putting in some new plants. Her six-year anniversary is tomorrow, meaning today. And I said, "You gave me the chills because they, that's the exact same thing my aunt told me." She says, "Well, she, she's correct. She's right. That's you know," she says, "and I know because I was a Democrat all my life, and we didn't care who was running. You know, you some you would get more passionate about." But in the end of the, at the end of the day, you didn't care who was running. It was just about getting the party in charge or in control. So I thought that was interesting because that is the first time, not that it makes sense to me, I don't, I don't agree with that, but what makes sense to me, I just going adjust that a little bit. What makes sense to me uh, is that explains, you know, me scratching my head because I cannot remember an election where it was so obvious that someone wasn't right with the candidate, nothing to do with their party, political affiliation, even their agenda, but just from a medical standpoint and then this peculiar behavior, or I, I wouldn't say it called peculiar, disturbing behavior with children. I, 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 it's very uncomfortable for me and I, I, I've i seen the videos and there, it's not like, okay, if you, you know, maybe he was just kind of stroking their back or something. There's multiple ones and Parents have spoken out after the fact after they realized. A lot of times, the parents didn't even catch it right away. So they realized looking back, you know, they could see the look on their child's face, and it was heartbreaking for them. So I find that like a huge red flag, regardless of anything else, and of course his medical condition. So what do you, what do you think about that? First of all, if you know, it is Aunt Pat's. So I'm wearing purple because Aunt Pat was a big, she loved purple just like you love purple. I love purple, too.
1: And I can't believe it's been six years since since uh, she passed. Wow. Time flies. It, it really does. Um, well, back on the political train, so to speak. Uh, oh, boy. There's just so much that I could say. But I think I will start out by saying, you know, I wonder you know, if somebody's out there listening and they are a staunch Democrat, (laughs) like what I've heard a lot with all the different tapes of Biden coming up, and I've seen a lot of them is, oh, it's just Joe. Oh, it's just Joe. Doesn't that bother you? Like, I just don't understand that. Like we're, we're giving the okay, we're giving the pass at, oh, it's just, you know, Joe Biden, you know, Joe will be Joe. No, that's just not okay. Uh, the, you know, regarding the children, um, I can't even, I'm disgusted by his behavior with children. I am actually very concerned that. this could potentially be someone who has such a cognitive issue that his fingers are going to be on that nuclear football I've got a big problem with that so and a lot of other different things but that's kind of how I feel about it. I think we're on the same wavelength. Uh, there's a lot more things about his. And one thing that still sticks out to me, he, again, during the presidential debate, fracking or no fracking, he, he's constantly
0: contradicting himself. You well, know, You know what I'm thinking about that? I don't think he's necessarily even contradicting himself. You know, but I, I really associate that with his mental acuteness or lack thereof, his cognitive. I, I think, and again, we are not medical professions. No, we're not. We do have experience with someone that is suffering from dementia, as well as I've seen other dementia patients and, and read up a lot about it. And frequently, they'll say one thing and they don't remember. They, they say that so i'm thinking a lot of his flip-flopping which he's known to be that anyways a part of that could in fact be something to do with his mental issues and that's scary because even last night even as last night he did uh, now he's not campaigning like president trump he's not getting out there that's a telltale sign to not uh actually campaign four days be before a debate. That's when you want to get out there. You you want people charged up before you go to that debate. You want your baseball excited. He stayed, you know, at his home rehearsing, which at the debate you you could see the, the rehearsed pieces to it, which was was not very good. But last night he did like a virtual kind of thing and he did a, a video and I think it was at least twice, possibly three times he didn't know president Trump's name. He kept calling him George. So I don't know if he thought he was George Bush, George Washington, because the other time he called him Abe Lincoln, he, he messed up. Right. You know, is he in this century? Like, and I don't say that in a flippant way. That's, that's alarming medical uh, behavior. And that was one of the things that, you know, I was chatting with our neighbor about, or my neighbor about yesterday. And that's when she said, it's obvious and she goes, and, and Democrats, while some, she said, maybe a small percent are behind him, most of them know he's not mentally fit. And I said, and they could go in good conscience, still vote for him. And she said, yes, because they do not care who's running. It's all about the party, about get control. And I thought that's pretty sad. I mean, I wouldn't want to be associated with a group of people that that's what it was about because then that's why I love being independent. I like, because there are some good d- Democrats that have some, some, some great value or, or, or things that align with how I believe. Uh, not many, but there are some. So I want that option. And there's also some Republicans that I think are a bunch of meatballs, but I think Republicans and independents have a tendency they don't care who they call out they call out evenly across the board where democrats don't do that
1: uh yeah i find that's very very disturbing and the other thing that i've seen a lot and on people that i totally admire and respect about the debate is that you know president trump won or that former vice president biden won I'm just gonna come flat out and say this, nobody wins a debate. Now, everybody knows I support President Trump. Nobody wins a debate. Somebody wins an election. Right. It is subjective in nature, because if you're a Democrat, if you're a Republican, you're going to pretty much side with whatever party, you're, that's whatever they're talking about to you is subjective in nature. So. In my opinion, (laughs) I can't stand hearing this one won the debate. And obviously I've seen, well, President Bush, I'm sorry, President, see, we were talking about different presidents, even, you know, I'm messing it up. But that um, President Trump won the debate, I disagree. Did he do a lot better than former Vice President Joe Biden?
0: In my opinion, absolutely. Right And it's not a it's not a contest, it's not a race it, you know the debate. The debate is an informational meeting so you can be informed on either sides, agenda you know what they want for our country what kind of plans they're coming up with uh, what you know what issues are, they're going to take on and address what things need to be improved how are they going to defend us from a foreign policy standpoint that's what a debate is about it's an informative meeting it's not a uh, you know win versus lo- lose but you know does do certain candidates have a better performance or you you're informed more absolutely I agree with that but I agree with you I don't believe there's a, a a win column and a loss column
1: and, and the other um show that i follow greg oh i always can't, i can never find
0: out Guthrow, something like that
1: well one of his guest speakers that's always on i think his name is tyrese
0: oh and, yeah he's funny as hell
1: <laughs> yeah and i thought
0: he pointed
1: out some really great points about president trump which You know, I was kind of thinking that myself. There were a couple of points where, you know, perhaps President Trump could have explained what he was chatting about a little better. And that, you know, what he also said was basically that, you know, he didn't have to, President Trump didn't have to really say anything about former Vice President Joe Biden because Joe is just going to bury himself without president trump even saying or doing anything and i thought that
0: was kind of interesting it's interesting but at the same time i think it's sad i i, I cannot imagine putting a loved one through that I, I i just you know is the power is the money is the you know whatever it is is it that that over totally overshadows you know what's right to do for a loved one when they're in that um situation and then the other flip side of it is being used uh, to me your your husband is being used for an election which push comes to shove i don't think they care one way or the other because it almost sounds like they want him in and they're already taking steps to get them out you know from a medical standpoint so i, I don't know i just think that's that's cruel you know, if, from a humanity standpoint, can you imagine putting, you know, Gary up there? I mean, I couldn't imagine putting like if there was something obviously wrong with him from a medical standpoint, because let's be real. First of all, my perspective is, it's already out in the universe, and, you know, President Trump is serving another four terms. Saying it right here, I've been saying that all along, and I've really felt that over the last th- three months. I truly believe he is gonna be uh, our next president. But for, for argument's sake, if, and he won't, but if uh, Joe Biden gets in and they're already planning to get him out, that takes time. So what if in the meantime, there's something serious going on with our world, meaning something with foreign policy or whatever, or God forbid a war, or something totally out of the fluke happens you know, and, I, and I know a lot of people have already said this. Well, he's not really in charge because everyone kind of knows how he is. So the cabinet, and, and I'm thinking, I don't know. I just, I think that's an awful way to get into office. I, I don't think it's, it does a service to our, to our country or our citizens. Um, and I do understand it more. I just don't agree with it. It just doesn't make any sense to me why you want to put somebody in there knowing that you're only going to take them out. In, and that to me exuded they're all about power they're power hungry they don't care about the country they don't care about the citizens their their main goal and i guess you know Pat and and my neighbor was correct it does not matter who is running it's all about the party and that's kind of how i sum that up which is kind of sad i think it's sad and disturbing mm-hmm.
1: because Obviously, in my opinion, there is a deeper agenda going on
0: with that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But Monday mindset. So you you know you you wake up to that. That obviously you know my uh, Tina and John went to Aunt Pat's um, final resting place and they spruced it up, which was so nice. They put some beautiful mums. They were a little bummed. They were trying to find purple mums because obviously purple is their favorite color, but they couldn't find any. But they did a beautiful job. Um, and it was nice for them to see Uncle John. And, you know, he doesn't get out much because of the virus and other things. So it's so, you know, you just think of it's how this year has really impacted people. And, of course, we talk about Monday Mindset. But when you think about how 2020 as a whole has impacted people's mindsets and how do we get back to taking control, even, even with, you know, really what, we're, it's October 26th cheapers. When you think about it now, it's officially less than two months till Christmas. So really when you think about it, we have a little bit over two months to the rest of 2020. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, the natural mindset is get it over with. Get like, can we just shoot 2020 out? And because of where we've been in our journey with starting two sisters and getting ourselves really motivated and our mindsets and keeping all that stuff as a distraction, a way to really focus on what we're doing, even with the pivots that we've had to do because of daddy and all of that. I always like to believe that because time is so precious and we were reminded, and I think that was one of the blessings that we were reminded of this year. And there are blessings out there. And a lot of people either they're too sucked into their mindset being blah, blah, misery, you know, the virus, dark winter, no hope, I'm hopeless, I, I, I can't find a job, I want to find a job, there are jobs out there, but I can't get out my own way, I want to do this and that, and that, and they're just so sucked into their misery, that even trying to get them excited about a Monday mindset is a push, because they can't even, you know, they're so worried about the entire year, don't worry about the entire year, we're, we're at the end of the entire year. And we can't control, it's out of our control. We're not even in control to begin with. The only things that we are in control of is our mindset. And the way we flip that and try to bring hope into our hearts, try to bring positivity is taking necessary steps to turn off some things, but also turn on some things like good music, read a book. Uh, do something self-help, you know, get your healthy gut going, get your, you know, a workout in, try something new. So I think people tend to, you know, now the other thing that I was curious about, what is their mindset going to be on January 1st? Again, it's going to be that whole, I, 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 I'm going to bet you it's going to be the usual, Uh, New Year's resolutions, but only on steroids.
1: Well, I've been guilty of that, I must admit. Um, But with the mindset issue, mindset is sometimes something I work on every hour. And what I mean by that is, there are so many pivots and divots in my day. If I don't allow myself to go with the flow, then I'm like, ah, whereas I'm like, okay, let me take five minutes. And this is what I do. <laughs> I turn my um, my timer on for five minutes. And if I'm frustrated or sad, whatever emotion I'm feeling that I'm like, ah, I just need to get it out. I set my timer on my phone for five minutes. Um, I've got the Google Nest in the loft and, you know, I play spa music or I do some squats or froggy, something to reset the mindset in a creative yet healthy way and let me tell you sometimes that in itself it's very hard but think of that for a moment give yourself
0: five minutes I love it. it's like you're almost kind of putting yourself in a mental mindset timeout
1: absolutely even if you're you're marching in place or maybe doing some high knees in place um i would not suggest doing that uh in slippery socks by the way (laughs) safety first okay
0: did you fall on your ass
1: no i did not but i almost did (sighs) oh
0: yeah that's scary
1: i almost did a split and i cannot do splits so (laughs) (laughs) no slippery socks But that gives you the opportunity for you to take control of the situation versus it taking control of you. Think about that. Five minutes. And then that five minutes is over. And you're like, boom.
0: I just, I guess what? Even if that five minutes didn't do it, put the timer on again for another five minutes. I mean, really, I mean, that is a good, uh, you know, we put children in timeout. Adults need to be in timeout too and it's not a bad thing it could be that you know i you you, you just find yourself frustrated with something uh, you know you're angry about something you're or you're doing a project how many times have you done a project something new that you had to like read the directions and do it and some people are different learners are more visual learners or some people prefer to listen versus reading so we're all different people and I think that was one of the one things that, you know, I, I found over uh, over the course of so many months now is people will talk about, oh, I can't wait for, you know, the election to be over. And, you know, that's all we talk about. So, well, you know what, if that's the case, you know, put your put your social media to sleep for a while. Don't go on it for a day. Uh, because obviously it is a hot topic. It's, it's not that it's even so much a hot topic. It's a very important topic. So naturally you're going to, hear about it you're going to get it through news alerts you're going to get it through you know, your television you're going to get it through your social media so put that stuff aside and like you said put some spa music on uh, you know if you feel like you're having one of those funky days be kind to yourself watch a movie uh you know you could also listen to some motivational you know there's so many people out there that do motiv- motivational videos Uh, You'd be hard pressed not to find one, but find something that resonates with you. And um, the other thing I want to chat about with mindset is, um, as a lot of people know, uh, you know, I work for a direct sales company uh, and I do and we both do. We do a lot of motivational readers. We have a lot of people that we follow. And one of the hot buttons this weekend, other than, you know, politics stuff, was about Rachel Hollis with her new book how she uh, she's actually been a great she's an inspirational speaker she's been hired by a lot of direct sales companies to speak because of you know her sass and all that well she just came out with a book and I actually just bought it I think I'm gonna go run and get the book but apparently I haven't read it yet but apparently got terrible reviews because she actually knocks people in networking and I thought ooh those are one of those oops moments Um, And we know if you're an influencer, or you're someone that's on social media, and that's how you're building your your brand. Sometimes you get a big oops. Well, I got to tell you, that was a big oops, because in the network industry, that was the hot topic. And it crushed a lot of people's mindsets they, because they looked up to her. She was very relatable uh, for those of you who don't recognize the name. She did have uh, her first book was, I believe it was her very first book was girl. Um, go Wash your face. Right. So, so, it, you know, and her first couple of books were amazing, but you keep chatting about that. Give me your thought. I'm going to see if I can go run and get the book.
1: Okay. So what is your favorite emotional motivational speaker? um some different podcasts i like to follow uh, of course jay shetty um my business coach lisa marie just started a new podcast the resilience factor oh my gosh all the different podcasts out there the different uh books that i have um i do have the two rachel hollis books and i haven't even started
0: reading those. well oh, you have to read them this one is, um, so that's the book. Of course, you're probably seeing it backwards, but it said, uh, it's her, her latest book, Didn't See That Coming, Putting Life Back Together When Your World Forced Apart. Now, a lot of people you know, may or may not know her and her husband were, you know, were a brand and they are getting divorced. So her mindset is probably a little off, um, but I bought the book and I, I don't know what chapter it is. Somebody actually screenshotted the page or whatever. I didn't see it but she actually, um, she uh, basically says networkers are dumb. <laughs> Something to that effect, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. So there was a lot of, obviously, uh, and when we talk about networking and, and being an entrepreneur and being your own brand, for a lot of people, network marketing is the least risk, amount of risk. And what I mean by that is a lot of times when you start up a business, you're talking about thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars between, you know, whether you're getting incorporated, LLC, uh, S Corp, whatever, whatever it may be. And then, you know, then your logo. And then uh, if you're a product base, getting product in. So uh, network marketing is the least amount of risk from a financial standpoint. And so for a lot of people, especially what's going on in this world today, their mindset is is struggling because maybe they're trying to make ends meet. And so, network uh, marketers—it is a great uh, positive way of building a business with least amount of risk, but also some great rewards. Even if you're just starting out, so a lot of people say, "Oh, yeah, you got network marketers—they make it big, but they're far and few from the company." Of course, there are some great success stories out there, but. Most people, the average person that gets involved with network marketing, it's only looking to, you know, to help subsidize their income. So if they make an extra hundred bucks a week, two hundred bucks a week, three hundred bucks a week, that is helping to defray their cost, uh, and they can work that business in the nooks and crannies of their day. So a lot of times, network marketers, direct sales companies will have big conferences. Now, obviously, with the virus, you know, they're doing more virtual. So uh, Rachel Hollis, you know, she has paid a lot of money she's a a speaker and when I say a lot of money we're talking you know 50,000 100,000 depending on how long the event is whatever so to shoot a whole division of network marketing uh, which is direct sales and shoot them down to that kind of level when you were paid really good money to speak and to motivate their companies uh, it was a shock to the system so we have some major major um Big, when I say big entrepreneurs, big speakers, big coaches that are in the industry of motivation and helping network marketers or helping anyone, you know, with their business, their life, whatever, uh, that really were taken aback by that. And I think it's going to be one of those things that bites her in the ass, sadly. Oh, that's too bad.
1: Wow. So Mindset Monday. We hope you have a fantastic Monday. Try incorporating something for yourself today to hit that reset button. If you need more than five minutes, set your timer on your phone for 15 minutes, even the timer on your microwave oven, give yourself that opportunity to reset in a creative fashion. You take control of it. Don't let it can take control of you. It's been great being with you here today. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva on that heart rate monitor at ILKB North Haven, saying hello to all my peeps out there and to everyone out there in podcast land. And I'm going to turn it over to my co-host
0: to and this is carol Sue, aka Naughty boss again live from vero beach i see some blue this is a good sign maybe we'll get some sun but you know what if today's a monday gloomy day for you put on some lights if you get into that moment like we said pause put on some good dance music action and movement in your body and you just start kind of feeling the music Gosh, that can take you from feeling doom and gloom to feeling good, feeling vibrant, and also getting some exercise in because you know we're all about health and wellness. This is Two Sisters, Monday Mindset. You guys have a great day. Keep in mind, always be kind, pay it forward, and remember you're not in someone else's shoes. Just your own. Have a great day, everyone.
1: Bye, everyone.